As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's Herbert, sticks the nose down, and gets in! Touchdown Chicago! And it's the rookie striking first. He goes off the right side, fields looking in zone, wide open! It's Hogan Johns. Being able to not pull this out and lose, that, that, that hurts. Division game, just like we talk about when we win. Same thing when you lose, you got to understand why. Um, a lot of stuff to, to obviously talk about. Um, and and uh, for, for the, you know, the biggest thing for all of us is to understand, like we just talked about in that locker room, is make sure that we, we look at ourselves after every loss, you know, regroup, get healthy, and understand the why, and then get back at it, uh, get ready for next week. Blah, 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 blah. You're fired! From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Hogue. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's The Adams. The one and only Hogan Johns. The Adams converge. Well, Johns, all I can say is you know better. <laughs> I did know better going into this game. Um, just tried to be different, my friend. But I feel like we've covered this game a thousand times, that's an exaggeration, but at least a dozen times in our career. We've seen this play out before, this, these Packers-Bears games like this. Probably more than that, I think it's probably more like 20 times. Yeah, like you yeah. remember the blowouts, you remember the Chris Connie game, you remember the Aaron Rodgers comeback game where we all thought he was hurt, but like, just, this just felt like a normal Bears-Packers game where it was close for a little bit, and Aaron Rodgers, just is Aaron Rodgers things. Yeah, welcome in, Bears-Packers post game episode the hogan johns podcast i'm adam hogue he's adam johns you can follow me on twitter at adam hogue h-o-g-e at adam johns j-a-h-n-s is johns he has the sun directly <laughs> in his face here as we record post game inside soldier field if you're watching on youtube uh you can see what i'm talking about and if not you should be subscribed to our youtube channel just go to youtube find it hogue and johns subscribe and uh, maybe send Adam John some sunglasses. sunglasses. Yes, please. Might be helpful. Uh, where should we begin? I think, I think to your point to start, Bears were in this game. They had a lead. I saw one stat going on Twitter that I think this is the 10th time the Bears have taken a lead on the Packers. I don't exactly know the timeline. Maybe since Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback or something. Yeah. And they've only won one of those games. Like, that's a problem. We've been here before, yes. Yeah, so to your point, if we've seen this before, it's just 
you know, one team made the plays to win the game, and then the Bears just, I, I remember tweeting this at halftime. They were far from perfect in the first half, made too many mistakes. It was still 10 to 7, and it, they basically had two choices. They could come out and play closer to perfect second half, probably win the game, or continue the crap they were doing in the first half. And you could tell right away on the second play, I think it was, they throw that little, I don't know if it was the second play, but it was second down, they throw that little screen to Khalil Herbert, and he drops the ball. Drive over, drive killer. It's just continued to be a theme with the Bears in recent years, these drive killers. You've heard Matt Nagy talk about them. You can't have drive killers against Aaron Rodgers. There's just no margin for error. They're, the, the Packers are so good at draining the emotions of the stadium. Like, mm-hmm. I kept thinking of that. Like, you mentioned, like, a three-point deficit. It felt like a 10-point deficit. Like, when the Packers took a 10-point deficit, it felt like a 20-point deficit, at least in the stadiums. So like it, it, it took a while for the fans to get back into it. I know these are weird intangibles to talk about, but I just feel like it comes with playing the Packers. And we've talked to Matt Nagy about this. We talked to, like, before the game, after this game. It's just the, like you said, the margin of error that you have against Aaron Rodgers and, and like you can feel it like there's emotions that come with it like it's in it's, it's almost inevitable right like when you when you see the Bears cut into the Packers lead and here's Aaron Rodgers going deep to Devontae Adams there's a broken tackle there's a blown coverage like that felt inevitable we've seen that come to fruition so many times covering this team these two teams there's your Marvel reference of the episode yeah you could say Aaron Rodgers is, is Thanos Aaron yes. Rodgers is in, inevitable yes Yes. That's pretty much how you put it here in the Bears-Packers rivalry. Um, and it's got to be frustrating to watch. And then so to have him score that touchdown at the end, which was a terrible drive for the Bears defense. Yeah. Just multiple things going wrong there. Andy Jackson not tackling. I thought there were two plays in a row where if you were going to say, what's the difference between Eddie Jackson in 2018 and Eddie Jackson in 2021? It was those back-to-back plays. Because one of them was an interception, I think, in most years he catches. Or in past years he gets to, and he just didn't even get there. And then on the, the very next play, he misses a tackle. And, and it actually wasn't even a missed tackle, because I think his contact actually ended up getting Devontae Adams out of bounds, but he just threw his shoulder in there. Yeah, like, he has yeah. no willingness to wrap up. Wrap up, take him down. Um, that coverage uh, is interesting, too. I think it looked like cover two passing off to the safety. I, I got to hear more on what happened there, but you saw Jalen Johnson mm-hmm. for most of the day covering Devontae Adams, traveling with him, yep. we should say, shadowing him a bit. So. I'd like to hear more answers on that later in the week from Sean Desai. So then it ends with Aaron Rodgers scoring a touchdown with his legs, going into the corner where he said after the game that all he saw was some lady in the stands flipping him the double bird. <laughs> and so he ended up saying, um, I've effing owned you my entire life. I own you. I that still was the, own you, yes. I still own you. That was the quote that was tweeted by Andrew Brandt right at the end of the game. He said he verified that that was the accurate quote and then David Bakhtiari retweeted it saying, I can confirm. So that <laughs> was... Rodgers basically confirmed too, yes. Yeah, that was the, the quote, quote and it was Rodgers who said he saw the lady with the double bird. And um, good for him for saying it and then not even shying away from it. Yeah, he's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. You know, like, you get a lot of crap for calling the Bears Michigan in this rivalry and it's it's true. What's the stat now? The Packers have won 20 out of the 23 last yeah. games. Like, 
And Rodgers is 22-5, and five, yeah. I think, including the playoff victory Not against good. the Bears. Not good. This is, this is what we know. This is the Bears' reality. Um, how they overcome this, I don't know, maybe in time with Justin Fields and Aaron Rodgers actually leaving the Packers, but this is where we are. This is why it felt so typical of this rivalry. This, this was a Bears-Packers game playing out like they usually do. The, the officials become a storyline because yes, they do make some calls that appear to favor the Packers. It just, just happens, that's part of it. And, and Rodgers makes the plays when they're needed. And the Bears don't, that's on both sides of the ball. Like they can't keep up offensively and the tackles or coverages are missed defensively. Well, more on the officials here in a second. We could talk about uh, Justin Fields as well, but... Um, and the sun, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. is taking me out. I told I'm you that was going to happen. staring you now, my friend. <laughs> I told you it was going to move because that's what the sun does. You didn't Moves. know that. Um, well, I said if that ends up being the lasting image of Aaron Rodgers at Soldier Field with him saying, I own you, <laughs> then honestly, as much as it might be painful to hear Bears fans, it's actually... a pretty perfect um and then someone wrote back to me from whose perspective and it was like i just want to be like facts <laughs> I mean, from the what? guy who has the what was that record again um what's his record against oh 22, 22 and 5. five yeah yeah sounds he, like he can say those things yeah and then the wikipedia page changed very quickly <laughs> yes, and the I chicago bears it. wikipedia page um changed to owner aaron Rodgers. Um, if only the Bears were that lucky. I mean, maybe that's how he gets his revenge on the Packers. You know, he ends this feud, he retires, and then he buys the Bears from the McCaskies. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe that's now how you're the rivalry. talking nonsense, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with ways that this rivalry switches. Yeah. I can't. No, it's going to switch when he's no longer on the team. But yes, right, but then, yes, it's yes. Even, then if he owns the Bears, maybe that helps too. I don't know. Um, Look, here's, here's what I have to say about Justin Fields. It was not a great game. He still had plenty of throws, though, that were wow throws, in my opinion. Throws where he's throwing with conviction. The type of throws we don't see very often from Bears quarterbacks. Patience, my friends, is all I'll say. There's going to be games like this. There were rookie mistakes. There was... And so, can I in, in, interject here? Yeah. Like Some of them aren't so rookie mistakes either. Like I like that he went deep. And what he thought was a free play. Yeah, that's not a rule. But, but you know what I think the difference is? Between – it's kind of perfect that that play happened against the Packers because Aaron Rodgers so is good so at good it. at those. Yeah. But I think the very, very small difference probably between a rookie trying to do that, which they practice and they're told to do that, and Aaron Rodgers, is Aaron Rodgers probably still has that very split-second glance over to make sure the flag's flag actually on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. before he does that. Um, a lot of I have to watch the play again. Yellow in the jerseys of the Packers. I know what you're saying, but I, like we never saw Mitch Trubisky do that. No, never. I, I can't recall one instance of him actually doing no, that. No, that was a frustration. Actually, he. How many times we see him check the ball down in those situations? <laughs> yes, yes, and, yes. And so I'm not going to kill Justin Fields for that. I'd actually like to see the play again and wonder why Allen Robinson wasn't in the end zone. Yeah, oh, I watched. It Did back. he stop yeah, running? He, he got. I don't want to say held up. There was contact around the 15, 16 yard line, but. That there's two instances of him like like stopping his route. Yeah. Like that's one, and then later when he was almost intercepted again, Justin Fields was almost intercepted again in the back of the end zone by Adrian Amos, our old friend. Oh yeah, Justin was telling him to go deep, and he just stopped his and, route, and he just stopped. Well, not his route, but stopped continuing with the scramble rules. Yeah. 
So back to your officials, because I know you, you. I thought you would have a rant going. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they were bad. I think everybody saw it. I don't think I need to convince anyone. They were bad. I mean, it, the problem I guess I have with that one play is it sure looked like the Packers jumped off. Um, it was maybe closer than you thought because remember you can you can jump a little bit and not be in the neutral zone depending on how far off the ball you are at the start. Yeah. So I don't Who know was if that's... Was Kenny Clark too? I think player. so. Cole Komet also wasn't set there. So it should have also been an illegal motion on the Bears. They didn't... So they missed that too. You're saying there was contact with Allen Robinson downfield. Was that a penalty? Potentially. I don't know. I'd have to see it again. They, they were not good. Um, the delay. I, I would say if you're going to call Jalen Johnson for pass interference, I think some of the contact that we saw down the field against the Bears receivers could be pass interference as well. If you're going to call that on Jalen Johnson on, on, what, third and five? Yeah. Didn't like that call. Well, that brings me to another thing, though. At what point are we going to acknowledge that the Bears just don't have good enough players, good enough weapons for Justin Fields? Because... This is a banged-up Packers secondary. They had Savage go down today um, on top of it. I did not see guys running wide open. Well, Cole Clement had a couple. I'm talking about wide receivers. Okay. And you know I've been on this since training camp. Yes. Like, who's going to make a play? You have Darnell Mooney and you have Allen Robinson who's having an underwhelming season yeah. for a guy who wants that's, a contract. That's putting it mildly. Right. Like, like we could do a whole podcast on what's going I mean, on there. Wasn't the whole idea that he was going to suddenly have a good quarterback at Justin Fields and start taking off and for the first time in his career has a good quarterback? I mean, I'm just saying, like, when you have this matchup today, and I understand the Fields didn't necessarily have a ton of time to throw the ball either. I'm just, I'm just wondering where are these playmakers? You have Demir Bird. Who would have dropped today? Had a drop, gets banged up trying to block again. I don't know why they're asking a guy the size of you to block out there in the NFL. Hey. I, I don't think that was insulting. <laughs> I, I, I think that that's. I wouldn't ask you to block, is my point. Fair enough. Although maybe you would do a better job. I'm yeah, not sure. I, I at least get my hands on the guy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I, I don't. I, I, I'm. Yes, it's fair to question. Yes. I okay. think at some point. Down the line, um, I do think it's quite early for this conversation, but let me just throw it out there for a little bit. Like it, at some point, you have to question the playmakers around Justin Fields, and then you have to question what the coaches are doing to get through these what's called coachable moments that Matt Nagy says. Because eventually, you're going to want to see signs of like tangible, true progress, like that breakout game. Yeah, like that's going to be called for at some point. I'm not going to say I was going to call for it this weekend, not next weekend against the Buccaneers because that's going to be an overwhelming opponent for Justin Fields to face. Um, San Francisco's got a good defense on the road Monday Night Football against Pittsburgh. They're one of the best pass rushers in the league. Always pretty like aggressive in their attacks too in quarterbacks. So like, when's that breakout coming? When are they going to coach him into one of these breakout games? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. You play the Lions again. Well, that always helps. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs is the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Because when you're looking for a job, Hogan Johns fans, you want the best experience possible. No questions left to answer and sketchy websites to navigate around. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. And over 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Adam. That's linkedin.com slash Adam to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to tell you when Fields is looking like a rookie and when he's not. I don't think this was the end of the world today. It obviously wasn't his breakout game. There's going to be moments like this. Uh, there's going to be games like this. And it wasn't horrible. Like he st- I'm telling you, he still, if you go back and watch the tape, he had some a number, including the first drive, that third down three throw. Three for three in that drive. To Allen Robinson. Touchdown drive. I think he was five for five. Like there's a lot of good out there that I think is the type of good that you want to see from a rookie quarterback. And it's going to start to come together. I think I'm questioning more about like the pieces around him. And make it and sort of what you are too, the coaches, like putting him in a better position to succeed. I'll give you a great example. Okay, because I asked Nagy about this after the game. You're down 10 right at the end. Well, you're it's still before the two-minute warning, but you you basically know best case scenario is you have two possessions, you need 10 points. Okay, you have a third and long, and you're at the 37-yard line. So you're on the verge of field goal range, you're basically in Cairo Santos range, but you'd love to just pick up five more yards, seven more yards, whatever. Remember, you're down 10. You're going to need a field goal. Yeah. Okay? And it's I think it was third and 11. So why don't you just play like an easy slant or an easy dump off or an easy check down to get that small yardage you need to make sure you get the field goal and then you can go from there with three timeouts. You can either try the onside kick, you can kick it deep, whatever. You have three timeouts. And I asked Nagy, like, what the thinking was there? And he said they were going for both. Like, they had deeper routes to try to get the first down. And then they had, I think, at least one crosser or something or yeah. flat where. Why not just run a quick slant sometimes? Like, just boom. Balls out. You get seven yards. You'll see that on YouTube. And, and, and. <laughs> You kick the field goal, and now you, you at on. least yes, get that yeah, one yeah. possession was you that, like, need to get. And, You're talking about third and 17 plays, like third and third was and it? I thought it was third and 11. Yeah. But it felt longer than that. It, whatever it was, it was a situation where you're very unlikely to get the first. It was third and 15. Third and 15. Third yes. and 15, and he ends up rolling out to his right, and he gets sacked, and now you're out of field goal right. Yeah, and it's the second instance. Now you have a fourth and 26. Yeah, there's no plays call for And it's basically a Hail Mary. I just, that's a situation where you can say, yes, as a quarterback, you absolutely cannot take a sack. But I think as a coach, 
you got to be like, well, it's a rookie quarterback. We just need to make things as easy on him as possible. Why make it complicated? Well, it's also it's knowing who your rookie quarterback is, who's aggressive just in his nature to go down the field. He's looking for that shot. And if you're going to put those in that play call, you know he's going to look for it. You know he wants it. Yeah. You know he wants that first down. Help him out. Yeah. Coach him into that breakout game. I like that. I'm putting that in my column. Now I got the sun on my face. And both of us. Holy did. moly. That is bright. Should I just do this the rest of the podcast? <laughs> you look better. Oh. <laughs> Again, some of these things you have to watch on YouTube to see. But uh, the normal insulting of each other is pretty normal. Um, and I don't know what to say, man. Aaron Rodgers is just... Like, like even, He's just good. Like his... <laughs> it's just how... Simple his success can be sometimes, right? Like the dump off to Aaron Jones, who stiff arms to Sean Gibson into the ground that was for, for a touchdown. Yeah, this, the tackling of the safeties is going to come up in Sean Desai's meetings this week. Well, and that was one thing I want to bring up because, like, I think in most cases, like I said, the Packers are going 25 to 20. So giving up 24 points, not necessarily ideal, but against the Packers. You could probably make an argument that it's not terrible. But when you have plays like that where you're just missing tackles and it felt like the run defense was not great today. Now, I think part of that is Rodgers probably, you're always worried about him. You're always worried about Devontae Adams. There's only so many things you can cover on every single play. But there were a lot of big runs. Yeah, it felt like they're either stopping A.J. Dillon for no gain or short game or giving up a long run, like a gashing run right down the middle. Like yeah. it was one of the other, like it wasn't just five yards here, six yards there. It was stop him short or give up a big one. Yeah. So, all right, well, where do the Bears go from here besides the Tampa? Yeah, they go to Tampa. To probably yeah, lose. It's going to not be good. Yeah. Most complete team in football, you know. You know Tom Brady wants his revenge, too. After like last the, like, year. Like that game, that game last year, was, was it Monday night or Sunday night? No, I think it was just a late afternoon Sunday game. One here? Yeah. No, that was a primetime game, was it not? Uh, Might have been a Thursday nighter. Maybe. Okay. I forget. Yeah, it all blends together. It may have been but like night. you know, Tom Brady was embarrassed by not knowing how many downs there were. Like that happened to be like the the moment where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers figured themselves out. Like go figure. Like the team's just that that was the high point of the Bears season. I think they went five and one. Were they five and one there or four and one? But the the, yeah. the trajectories of the season. I think the win changed. made it five and one. Yes, and. Yeah. You know Brady wants his revenge. You know he wants to stick it to Khalil Mack a bit. Therefore, you know what he did to him, and you know the, the hip toss on his rookie tackle. Um, it's not going to be good. Like early thoughts in that game, Tampa by like two touchdowns. Yeah, I wonder what the early spread is. I haven't uh, seen it yet, but good. I would guess it's um, maybe eight and a half. Yeah, maybe a eight lot. and a, a half lot of points. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Robert Quinn continues to look good. There's a positive. I mean, look, I, I don't think... They hit the three-sack over. Um, yes, they did. Good job on that. Not a good job on your pick. No, no, no. no. What was your bold prediction again, Cole, too? Cole Komet, uh touchdown catch. Now, he did have a career high, set a new career high with receiving yards. Yeah, they did get him involved. Yards, yeah. That was a good sign. Uh, look, I don't think it's the end of the world. I think you guys sometimes, like keep expectations where they should be and I did not think this was going to be a game they should win. It does hurt though when you just see the moments throughout the game where it's like if you just don't do this mistake, 
and you make this play, you could have won. Yes, yeah. You could have won. You could have beat the Packers. And so the fact that they just keep not quite getting there, I, th- I think, can be very frustrating. And um, you and know, that's this rivalry now. Yeah, we so, know it. You know it. Watching at home, listening to us, you, you, this is this is what it is. It's the reality of the rivalry. But I'll say and this: it's not so much rivalry. I, I, yeah, it's not. It's just not until they start playing better. Um, I will say this though. I'm going to say right now, I think they're going to lose to Tampa next week. They fall three and four then. It would not surprise me to see them come back here and beat the 49ers the week after that, maybe even win in Pittsburgh. So then you're going to the bye at five and four, right? Yeah. Take that in a heartbeat. Right. It's just, I think there's going to be, I think we both thought this was a team that was going to be around 500. Yep. And whether it's eight and nine or nine and eight, somewhere around there, and I still think they're on track to be that. I think the most important thing is the development of Justin Fields. He is playing. It's going to be like this a little bit, but I don't think that this down ebbs and flows. If you're, he's, he's yeah. making the signal for ebbs and flows. Which one's up and which one's down? The ebb or the flow? I think the flow goes down. Ebb flow, right? Okay. No. Well, the today's <laughs> flow was not like near the bottom like it was just it was a dip but it wasn't like oh man that's a disaster at least i don't think so i I thought that 80 yard scoring drive was just you hate to look for i I am not a fan of moral victories but when you're trying to develop a quarterback yeah one who is as talented as justin fields like you you take some of those moral victories are you talking about the one where they called back the the long yeah. run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was big too to come back after they took a touchdown off the board and still score. Yes, yes. That is. That's a situation where we would have seen the Bears in the in the past. Maybe not even end up with a field goal. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they um, throw an interception not, again. But they're like we went through earlier. There's instances where Justin Fields needs to settle for the field goal. But in this, if we're just looking at development, like that's a positive. Yeah. We went five for five on that drive. That's a positive. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us in this. Uh, post-game episode Bears lose again in the Packers it happens we've been here before it happens and um that eh, hate to say it but it's probably gonna happen one more time this year <laughs> we're just being real we're just being real uh happy to be wrong if that changes at Lambeau later in the season but uh for now it's on to Tampa Tom Brady maybe the Bears can pull off a miracle ah at least Justin Fields is playing and that helps Follow us on Twitter. Find us on YouTube. Get me a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. See the so sun on our see. face. Uh, read us. Postgame column up. NBCSportsChicago.com. TheAthletic.com. Slash Hogan Johns. We appreciate the support. Thank you for sitting through another tough Bears-Packers game. and Still sit here with us. and Listen or watch this podcast. It can be tough, but we always try to get you through it. Voicemails coming up on Tuesday. You can still call in and get those in if you want. And, uh, yeah. Talk to you in a couple days. See ya. F*** you, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs)